Well, you know, I, I kind of go by Dr. Wayne Dyer when he talks about ego. Often he's talking about it's edging God out. So I think if you're trying to get to a state of enlightenment, number one, you got to put everybody has some sort of ego is putting it in check. And how you do that is you got to get in tune with your own self and within your own being. So, you know, is my ego working against me? Is it allowing, you know, what are you doing with it? So number one is putting yourself in check, knowing yourself. Is it Shakespeare said to thy own self be true? Can't be true to yourself if you don't know yourself. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another Avi Om experience. And as we typically like to say, we want to thank you for your time, your attention and your energy. We know that you can be doing anything in the world right now, listening to anything, but instead you are here listening to us. So once again, from Avi and myself, we want to thank you for your support, your love, and just for allowing us to bring this message of truth to you. Well, this week on the Avi Ohm Experience, we have a special guest with us, Elizabeth. Now, for those of you who don't know uh, the the studio was featured in Kudos, which is a, a local magazine here in Michigan. And not only was the studio featured in this incredible magazine that goes out to all these places in Flint, Saginaw, I mean, from all, all over in, in, in Michigan. But then as well as our story was also in it. And Avi also wrote an article in it. So it's just we've been having some amazing feedback. So anyway, this is the editor, Elizabeth, who not only shares her insight, but who herself is an amazing, insightful soul. And you'll you'll quickly find out in this podcast that I just was taken aback by the wisdom of Avi and Elizabeth, kind of like just going back and forth, just dropping nuggets in. So I just decided to like sit back and just like all of you listening, that's what I did. And I think I might have said two or three things and that was about it. But I was just so taken aback and just listening and just just feeling this like an audience, really. And hopefully you will feel the same. So without further ado, enjoy this episode of the Avi Ohm Experience. How you doing, love? Good. How are you? Doing good. What's going on? Well, at the time that people listen to this, we are in that massive full moon eclipse energy. So it's a little intense, but it's all good. Yeah, and, and this one, for some reason, I feel an urge to release this one a little bit sooner than later. Probably. Yeah, so... Because you're the engineer behind all the scenes. Well, for some reason, I just feel it's, it's going to be a good need for to put this out. I just feel it, and we haven't even got there yet. Right. Um, but I, I do feel like this is going to have to be one we put out. But what, what else is going on in your world? Well, um, yeah, this will have to go out sooner. So today um, we had to take our beloved Gracie to the surgeon. And so she's been having for the last year and a half um, a little bit of a challenge with one of her knees. And so we've been doctoring it and then... Um, Last week, she re-injured because she was playing with her beautiful sisters running through the house and um, and then wasn't able to walk. So we obviously had to make that appointment, and it was a knowing that we've probably crossed the threshold, seeing how we didn't want that to happen. Um, but uh, we got the news today that is in, it is indeed surgery time. So um, 
lots and lots of blessings heading her way and that surgery will be done the beginning of March. So it's a little sad because, you know, obviously we don't have children. Our fur babies are our children. Um, so, uh, you don't want to see anybody going through surgery. However, she's young and she's a happy, healthy girl. And I have to say this cause it's, it's super awesome. So we go in, actually I go in cause you were at work. I go in and uh, have this appointment with her and obviously she's seen her surgeon, you know, this is our fourth time in cause they're monitoring her over the last year and a half. And so we've been praying, obviously we didn't get to this point. So he sees, he sees and we're like, Oh, is Gracie at that point? And I'm like, I think she's at that point. So he says, let me check her. And so obviously he knows her and she knows him. So she goes right up to him. She just lifts her leg like, okay, dude, I, I know what you're going to do. I I know that you're going to check me. Um, and then gives him a big fat kiss on his head because he's bald. And, and so, and he starts chuckling. He said, um, he goes, usually patients aren't this accommodating for us. And um, he goes, but she's such a beauty. And I'm like, yes, yes, she is. And so then, then you know that it's time. Then you know that she's ready because she knows um, what's, what's going on. And um, obviously we want her to live a long, healthy life. And we know that this is going to extend that. So I'm sad, but at the same time, it's time to get that done. So, right. And I, and I think, and I'm glad you brought that up because this conversation and what we're talking about is going to deal with uh, healing, which, and and it's, it's about healing our minds, healing consciously, healing our own inner enlightenment, our own inner awareness. And I think healing on every aspect, not just healing the world as a soul, but healing ourselves so that we can kind of become one. And so with that idea and with that foundation of, of healing on all levels, why don't, uh, and uh, for those of you listening, we are obviously on the portable setup and you can always tell the difference between the portable setup, but it's nice and convenient. And I'm also going to be putting some links in the show notes of this podcast for some upcoming events we have uh, coming in February of when you're listening to this of 20, 2019, 2019. But why don't you uh, bring introduced who we have with us in the studio, in our studio, on the portable setup. Well, we are so excited um, to have uh, Elizabeth Morasco. Um, she is the uh, founder and writer in all of the bells and whistles for Cup of Kudos, um, Kudos Magazine, which we were just uh, um, broadcasting uh, last week on our Facebook Live and has graciously uh, interviewed um, us and the studio, um, bringing that um, awareness to her community. So we're so grateful um, for um, being a part of her community. And so we wanted to bring her as part of our community. So welcome. Well, thank you. It's wonderful to be here today. Yay. It's We're always our, nice. Yeah, having our little couch conversation. It is, it is. <laughs> it makes me want to just do a great big huh when I come in. <laughs> but one of the things I have to tell you, I always love when you guys greet each other is uh, when Christopher always says, yes, or hello, love. Hello, love. Yeah. I love that. I love that. And it even radiates off of your dog going to visit the vet, you know, you guys are so used to just sharing love and I appreciate everything that you guys both do here individually and as entrepreneurs. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's good to see stuff like this happening in the world. You know, it's, it's interesting too, because I think we can even go right back to that. Um, we met online 
Um, and oddly, yes. Right. And so, and then we just started communicating and back and forth and then found out that we had some similar mentors in our life. And then all of a sudden, um, then we met just probably six months ago, um, and then started chit-chatting, chit-chatting, chit-chatting. And then, you know, it's, it's awesome when you can collaborate with people that have the same desire, same drive, same enthusiasm, um, of helping people. And so it was an instant connection of like, you're cool. Like, we want to work with you. Like, we don't know what we're doing, but we want to work together. And and then however, whatever happens, happens. It was and almost it's like nice. the universe was throwing us yeah. together. My best friend was taking classes with you and she kept asking me, I think at the time you were out in Fenton, she yeah. kept saying, come, come. And I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't. <laughs> and then um, later on, we found out that one of the ladies that used to work for me, Erica, is yes. your cousin. Yes. And I was still doing that. No, I don't have time. Da, 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 da. Yes. You know, crazy kid entrepreneur schedule. And then lo and behold, I saw a photo that was with one of my guys. <laughs> Gary V. Gary V. And I'm like, yeah. who's the chick with my dude? <laughs> Who is like, this? That's the same chick. And she's she's up in my area and she's following him. And I think that that's what was like, what the hell? Yeah. You know, so I clicked on, excuse my French, but then I clicked <laughs> on the link and it was, um, it was, I guess, the gateway of, hello, there's yeah. a little bit of sunshine in here. Yeah. yeah. And as soon as I, I had a chance to meet you in person, um, yeah, I could feel it. There's a good vibe that comes off. Yeah. Of you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Likewise. Mm -hmm. So it's Ironic. just been, yeah. yeah it's it's saying, go meet her. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Resistance. <laughs> resistance. Right. Da, 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 quit da, da, the resistance. Da, da. Yeah. And then, and then now like we, we talk very, very often yeah, and, yeah. and then here you are. It's so, so wonderful to be here. Yeah. 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 I think that that's another thing, like how sometimes technology can bring us together. Um, it, whether whatever platform, you know, that we're on and, things like that it's you just you can you can learn about someone just by clicking on a picture like it was that picture right yeah, with yeah. Gary V that said hey like I who is she who is she I want she with my dude <laughs> like that's my dude <laughs> <laughs> He's yeah. married to Lizzie, not this one though. But yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. So anyhow, but yeah, it's great to be here. And one of the things, um, a lot of your listeners, I don't know if they've ever come into the studio, but um, one of the things I always feel when I come in here, there's like this uh, release and relaxation. And I mean, it smells good and it feels good and it looks good. Literally all of your senses, including your sixth sense, just, I don't know feels smooth here. It feels good. So you're doing something right. Thank you. You know, it's interesting because the, um, a lot of people, we've been having a lot of new people come in the studio. So yesterday we're recording this on a Monday last, last night we had, um, uh, meditation in here. And so we've had three consecutive weeks of, you know, uh, more than 50 people in attendance for meditation, which is wonderful, phenomenal, yeah. which is great. Um, so there's, we're hoping as a trend, you know, not just a, a spike, but there's a trend there. But interestingly enough, I would say 30 to 40% of the people that are coming in here, um, are new that have never meditated. Um, and they're saying the same thing. They just feel good in here. And so, 
clearly we we feed this space with that energy with all the senses but when you have someone who doesn't know or is familiar with what we're doing and they walk in and immediately feel like we're being they're being held then um that's the universe working right that's that's the fusion of the energy and i that goes back to really what um you do uh with couple kudos and um kudos magazine and what we do here is we're here to promote that feeling to promote that vibe to promote that sensation for people to step into this awareness enlightenment um consciousness elevation whatever you want to call it for the highest good of humanity because boy we sure do know our world needs it right now it certainly does it certainly does yeah and i think one of the things is too sometimes people um, get into a frame of mind and they think that getting to that good spot has to be something um that i don't know that could be impossible to achieve but the truth is is you know universe god whatever source whatever you want to call uh your higher being um even when you're in the lowest of lows um is still there to help lift you up they don't it's not seen as you know something bad so if you're going through a difficult time there's time to flip that and turn it into raising it to a better vibration. But part of that comes from being around sources like yourself. Um, if you can get to them in person, it's great. But if not, even through podcast or through content that you're consuming. And uh, it's really important to treat your mind like a garden. Yes. And making sure that the stuff that you're putting in there, including the people that you interact with, whether online or offline, are correlating to feed that positive energy. Yes. And um, so with Cup of Kudos, it's one of the things that we try to do is um, highlight individuals and organizations that are uh, focused on bringing good news and insight into this world because there's a lot of difficulties that we're all going through, but through anything that's wonderful, you usually have to go through a hard time. So I think that we're on the path to great stuff. Yes. But to get there, um, as a collective consciousness, we kind of have to start doing things to feed the positiveness. What do they say? Bad news travels faster than right. good news? Yes. So um, the same thing of being very conscious on what, what are we feeding our minds? Mm-hmm. What are we feeding our souls? Yes. You know? And unfortunately, um, what we're being fed right now, at least from a conscious level, um, we are awakening. I mean, we do know that, Mm -hmm. but, um, the predominant of the energy is slightly resistance. You know, there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of push and pull going on right now. There's a lot of separation going on. There's a lot of people pointing the fingers. Um, and then there's a lot of defense, you know, defense, defense conversations going on. And, and so then it's, it's, you know, then it's fake news and then it's like, well, then what's fake news? You know, then they, then there's all the media and then there's the social media and then, you know, who is lobbying who? And it's just like, can we just not feel what the truth is instead of each, you know, each individual pointing the finger at mm-hmm. who's being right, right? Mm-hmm. And we talked about that where the ego, you know, the 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 nugget of what that ego is. And and so it, it's almost like we can't even feel what we meant to what we're meant to feel without someone saying that you're wrong for feeling that, you know? And so it's just a very interesting dynamic that's that's happening right now. So um 
the work that you're doing is fantastic, especially from, you know, our, our community and in, in, in highlighting things that are on the positive side. I, I think our media tends to focus on everything that's not so positive. And, and so, um, uh, I would love to see that different. Uh, and I've had, I've, I've had people tell me specifically in the entertainment industry, um, that unfortunately drama sells and it does. And so does bad news. Yes. And so um, it's like, really? Like, uh, why are we not focusing on what we can celebrate versus, you know, what is, you know, dangerously happening or things that are, are, are not going so well? So it's mm -hmm. interesting. Mm -hmm. It's a very interesting dynamic that's, that's happening. So I'm glad to be on your side of the table. <laughs> I am as well. I am as well. And, you know, one of the things that you had brought up just really briefly when you were talking about, um, you know, things of you're not supposed to say how you feel or what what you think. Um, and, and this even goes to like the law of attraction of where we talk about what you say and what you think is what you pull into. But one of the key things that we also have to identify is that when there's difficulties or struggles that are going on, they need to be articulated and spoken. So it's not like a great big elephant in the room that's not being talked about or, or whatever it is, but then to move past it, to find the solutions and not getting it into like one stagnant way of thinking my way is the only way because through each other that's how we learn and that's how we grow and that's how we evolve but unfortunately this um you know propaganda machine fake news machine it is real and i think that uh, a lot of people have come to to look at it and it doesn't matter what side you're at um and this goes back to perspective um let me see if i round it up a little bit. Years ago, I, I was in a class and the teacher was talking about perspective and she had all of us sit around a table and she said, I want all of you, we're all in the same room, in the same space, in the same moment. And I want all of you to look forward and describe exactly what you see. And she had us write it down and then speak it. And then it was amazing because like, if I'm looking towards you, I'm seeing different views versus you looking at me and the backdrop that you're seeing behind me, which is much like life. You know, life is like this great big round table. We're all sitting up at the table of life, but we have different perspectives. So somebody that's sitting over at 90 degrees is going to have a different view than somebody at 180. But the truth is, is neither is necessarily wrong. But when somebody gets caught into their notion that my way is the only way without being willing to take blinders off to see a bigger picture, and the only way that we're going to be able to break through this, it's going to take work is if people are getting in touch with their inner light and their inner self, because as you and I were talking just before we came on here, the only thing that's going to stop darkness is light and love. If you're throwing more hate out there on top of hate that's being spewed, it's just going to grow and magnify it and make it bigger. And there is, whether you want to call it karma, law of attraction of those things being gravitated to you. But um, a lot of it starts with what are you thinking? What are you saying? How are you acting? But don't, please, do not mistake that for meaning. Don't speak your truth or don't speak if there is an injustice. Um, but don't necessarily walk around the world trying to find a chip on the shoulder or what to be. Right. There's much love. There's much goodness that's happening. And right now, um, you can see it on social media, like how you're talking about, you know, things that um, sell quickly. It's not necessarily the happy stuff, um, but that's where we consciously have to say, wait a minute, 
Do I need to be following that person? Right. Do I necessarily need to be associating with that person every day at lunch that has every negative thing to say about people at the office or in politics? Right. Do I, are, are you creating an environment within your daily life that truly is bringing in good, uplifting content, mm-hmm. inspiring content? And it doesn't mean... You can't go, you know, um, through life, think it's going to be all rosies. It's not, but you've got to do stuff to make sure that you're feeding your mind. Like it's a beautiful garden and weeding it out. And some people, unfortunately may not have people in their daily life, you know, in their family or in their friends or the inner circle. And they might not be able to say, Oh, I'm leaving my spouse and I'm going to, you know, my spouse doesn't call me love every day or whatever it is, (laughs) you know, um, they might not be able to leave their life, but there's other things that they can do to find peace within, whether that's picking up, um, you know, uh, one of Dr. Wayne's books or the Bible or what, whatever it is that helps you connect with your source of goodness and you're worth it. You got to invest in yourself. A hundred percent. Especially now. Yes. And social media can be a cesspool of um, complainers and whiners yes. and troublemakers. And then there's beautiful people like you that come. So that's where people have to make a conscious decision. What do I want to get out of this day that's going to help align my thoughts, my actions, and my feelings with what tasks I'm going to accomplish? And if you're feeling negative and you always have negative stuff, negative stuff, uh, you're not going to be very motivated and you're not going to feel inspired to do what your calling is. So treat yourself like your social media time. Treat it like it's a sacred space. You see the bad stuff, block it, delete it, get off of it. Yeah. Surround yourself. Well, Jim Rohn says, and we talk about that, um, Chris, a lot, you know, you become the average of the five people that you're around. Oh, that's a powerful one. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's it's important to check your circle, you mm-hmm. know, your five people. It doesn't mean that you have to, you know, b- um, be unkind to them no. or uh-uh. or, you know, keep them out of your life. It just simply means that you know, you're not going to hang out with them 24 seven, That's right. That's you know, right. it's, it's healthy space, you know, yeah. um, I'm not going to, I, we don't, we don't, you know, we're, we're not active drinkers here. And so, you know, there's some bars right down the street. So we walk through town and we're, we're not going to like, eh, stay away people, you know, cause you're in the bar, <laughs> you know, we're like, Hey, but we're not going to go in and hang out there, right? Right. You know, so that's just not what we do. But right. it doesn't mean that we're going to judge the people that do. Exactly. So it's um, it's just it, we have choices, and but we can make very kind of choices. And I think that that's, I think that from my perception, I think that's where people need to learn a little bit because we've become very one-sided. We've become very much with blinders on. It's my way. Chris and I were just talking about this. We've been talking about this a lot. Um this past week uh, that interestingly enough, our tagline for the studio is bringing consciousness to the community Mm. um, with unity in all capital letters of community. And so um, we've been really um, pushing the community aspect. So obviously we know that, you know, the government is shut down right now. So anyone um, who's in the area who's listening um, that has a, um, a government job who's not getting paid, they can come meditate for free here at our events. Um, so I love that. Of I all, absolutely love it. I love it's it. just, you know what? They need it the most. Absolutely. I mean, everyone needs absolutely. to be meditating, yeah. but right now it's, incredibly stressful for people who are not getting paid. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we don't want to prohibit them from 
getting some sort of peace with moving into response versus reaction because there's a lot of reaction going on out there. So we're doing whatever we can here to start. And the other thing we've talked about is building bridges, not walls, you know, in the community here. And so we just, um, it's it's just something that we feel a necessary an awareness to bring to a heightened level at least here or who's ever listening to the podcast um uh there are going to be people who agree and there are people who are not going to agree um however at the same time um we're here to you know show that love and support as much as we possibly can so um it it's just um it's fun and exciting at the at the same time of of building this awareness and love and light that we were just talking about um light will prevail i feel uh however i do feel that there's a lot of energy that the light is exposing mm-hmm. um at the moment and through this exposing yeah, this exposing energy, um, we're finding a lot of truths that we that we may be a little uncomfortable with. However, with that being said, I don't feel that that's a bad thing. I feel it's something that has to happen in order for this growth change. I'll quote Tony Robbins because I love him. Also, he says, when you trade expectation for appreciation, everything begins to change. And so expectation is resistance. It's, it's those blinders. And if we move into the energy of gratitude with that, gratitude, love, and compassion, it softens the resistance. But when we're so excuse my language hell bent on things being a certain way then we're not open to any any sort of change or this light you know being entered so right it's interesting you know there's so much growth that's happening for everyone um on all different facets. And so we've sure went through a heck of a lot of growth, you know, um, this last year with the studio, with the trademark and uh, infringement and changes, changes, changes. We had a plan for the studio, everything. Uh, there's not one thing that we're doing today that was part of that plan, mm-hmm, <laughs> except mm-hmm, meditating. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a whole series of events that we were going to do that didn't work. That's right. And so, um, and we reroute. could be reroute. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's course correction again and again and again. And so it goes back to, and we've said this a million times in the last couple of podcasts too. When you think you have a plan, God laughs. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's just like God is really laughing yeah. right now because Real hysterical. <laughs> 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 you Sorry. thought you had it all together. I know. It does put a couple twists in there, though. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Um, it, it that that thought actually brings me back. I want to go back a minute when you're talking about like the federal um, employees that are laid off and how you're offering uh, for them to come in and do some sessions, which I think is absolutely beautiful. Uh, so big fat kudos to you. Um, but kudos, uh, kudos, 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 kudos. <laughs> Um, but in all seriousness, now this is actually a huge lesson for people to, um, take note of, like you're offering it and there's a reason is because this is a time where people can get caught into that darkness, that fear, that fear. It's so ugly. So that's why it's important to do things on a daily, whether it's getting up and looking at your goals, your um, devotional, meditating, praying, walking, do what you have to do to feed your soul. Instead of um, getting caught into that loop of fear sets in and then you become uh, paralyzed and then you start to feed off of the energy of that darkness and that fear. So I think if more people, even if they um, maybe haven't done meditation before or taking time to pause, if during 
chaos, if they can find things to anchor themselves, to ground themselves during the storm, it's how you can get through without being like brutally, you know, bruised up and make it where it becomes a chance to grow and blossom, you know? So if you ever look at, um, like a garden and you see all these beautiful flowers in the middle of the summertime and you got these pops of, you know, yellow roses and bright blue hydrangea and then you get a storm that comes in and then all of a sudden the water it, it's the water and the wind are throwing the flowers around they're bouncing all over the place and you think it's going to snap it's going to break it's going to snap but then the storm passes and at first after the storm passes those flowers are you know some of them hanging over they look like they're drooping they're trying to find their stability again but then when they get time and they start sucking up that rain and absorbing the sunshine you see that flower start to become even more vibrant and brighter and bigger and full of life and if people can think of that storm metaphor when it's hitting their life and realizing it's going to pass, but you got to do something to anchor yourself and stay grounded. And then you, you know, you'll have a chance to rebound, thrive and come back even better. Yes. Yes. It builds uh, stronger roots, right? That's right. It does. It does. It does build stronger roots. Yeah. 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 I also heard too. Um, and I think I only remember this because we lived in Florida that palm trees, I think their palm trees are the trees that are most resilient. Yeah. Yeah, because they don't necessarily break and because they're it's almost like they're hurricane resistant. So they just you know, they I think that there's a quote like be like a palm tree, you know, you just you sway in the wind instead of snap. Love it. You know? Love it. So um yeah, so we can all be like palm trees. I like trees the idea right of the now. palm tree because it's making me think of someplace warm. <laughs> in case you're not in Michigan right now, it's about five below zero. Yes. And was it with the wind chill? It oh, was like Arctic. minus twenty. <laughs> oh yeah, it's lovely. Today? Like oh my god. We could go outside and get a wind hand. <laughs> 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 oh, wind tan. That's a that's that's a good one. <laughs> like that. Like people had um. Even though it's MLK Day today, there oh, were still yeah. What a yeah. great man. Yeah, right. Great life to celebrate. Um, feeding the feeding the light. Feeding the love. I right? love it. I love um, it. And we're talking He's about love it. today. Yeah. yeah it's what good. a perfect day. But there were some schools around here that actually had school, um, and they were closed because the wind chill was too um harsh you know it's it's too deadly out there you can get frostbitten like in seconds so tell it to my kid that's still walking around with shorts and a t-shirt <gasps> on yeah i know outside right? yeah oh i know wow. crazy not for too far but to the car but still he won't listen to me oh wow put on your coat no i know better okay okay you'll know better after the you know when it After you're freezing, too cold. Yeah, exactly. oh my heavens! No, I think it, before we had to go out to our appointment, I I started the car three times, <laughs> three electric, three remote starts before I'm we gonna walked be warm. out there. I'm <laughs> yeah. gonna be warm. So, but I really do love all four seasons of Michigan. It's pretty beautiful, you know. Just like life, it's constantly changing. You know, yeah, new view, new time. New, uh, new colors. And I'm ready for this. Uh, what, what was after this red moon was supposed to be a way of letting go of the past and yes. entering into new beginnings. New beginnings. I'm new ready, baby. Starts. Yeah. And I will tell you, this 2019 energy has been um, um, a bit heavy already. There's been a, a lot of, I think we have a, a misconception that 
January one swipes everything clear mm-hmm. instead of um, I believe in residual energy clearly because I believe in past lives and all these other fabulous things. So if we haven't cleared 2018, what's to think that when we step into January one, everything's going to poof and be gone. It goes back no to what magic we just, button. No, huh? I wish there was I a magic you had button one in the we, studio. We, we have a, We have an easy button. An easy button. There you go. <laughs> That was easy. <laughs> and it's you, you, you. Well, it was that easy, right? <laughs> <laughs> that is easy. That was to easy. Say, this is easy. That was easy. That's what it is. That's what it is. <laughs> that was easy. <laughs> that was Chris's word is easy this year. My word is grace. I like a, it. Do you have a word I like this easy. year? Oh, actually, I had a couple pieces. Is one compassion, abundance. Uh, blessed, better than blessed. Oh, I like you that a few. one. Yeah, yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I, I decided I was going to put all of my fueling positive words on the tip of my tongue. And this goes back to what I was saying to you before. Like, what what is it that you're feeding your mind? And part of that is that if you have these things on reference when you need them, they're available. But if you're if they're obscure and you haven't used it or thought it in years, how are you going to use it as a quick reference? It'll be right. easier to quick reference that negative. Post you just saw right you gotta feed your mind like it's yes. your garden yeah water it love it weed it yes and Get what you water it. grows so what you water grows that's right so if you're if you're feeding negativity then those weeds are going to keep exactly, growing exactly intention intention you know it's as i'm listening to to you guys i think that one of the things that i sense that is that is happening that probably we're not we're not used to and that is that, and it goes back to what we're saying in the beginning, talking about healing, right? And so I feel that what's happening is we're healing on a, on a completely new level. And we're not used to this type of healing that is happening because, you know, our default healing system is, you know, you take something, a quick fix, something like that, where I think healing now is completely changing form. So for instance, like you're saying, you know, having these positive words, you know, that's a, that's a form of healing. Social media can be a form of healing. You know, being in, a, being in a group that is inspiring, that are helping each other. I mean, you know, it, I, was watching, I was watching something on, on uh, a, a documentary. And the, so these, you know, young group of kids, they're all, you know, it, it's the kids that, were, um, that did that rally for that, uh, that gun violence. Um, that they just, you know, created this rally and 40,000 people showed up. And these kids did all of this via Twitter, um, this whole thing. They did it via Twitter. And so the point was the adult was telling them like, wow, you know, you guys did this, you know, you know, our generation. And, the, and, and, and then so anyway, the kid says something like, well, no, you know, it's not your generation that we're learning from. We're learning from social media. And so basically the kid's saying that, you know, this is this is how they're learning now through social media, through all these different platforms. Mm-hmm. And in this case, they use this platform to create a change, which is, you know, gun control, gun violence, and all this other stuff that's going on. But I say that to say this, that, you know, healing is, the way healing is, is happening and the way it's going to happen, most of us are not, we don't know what that looks like because it's new in a sense, and I don't want to say new, but it's going to be new for, for the mass people to, to understand, say, this type of healing. You know, meditation is a form of healing. It's going to take a minute before people can realize, oh, that's a form of healing. Instead of going to chemo, I can do meditation. Or before going to chemo, I can do oil therapy and sound therapy and, and completely remove breast cancer. So 
what I'm saying is I feel that healing is shifting and we're in the we're in the crux of this shift, this massive shift. And it's going to be fascinating to see, you know, all these other alternatives. I mean, so my question to you, though, and I know obviously beautiful um, magazine that you guys are creating. And I know you're healing through inspiration. But what other forms, you know, my question to you would be like, what are the forms of of healing do you see happening? Um, maybe some that perhaps you've been through yourself. Well, I've been through a lot of healing. <laughs> and it's still, it's actually, it's a work in progress for me. Um, I think both of you are familiar with my story. I don't know about you so much, Christopher, but um, within two years, we had nine people in our family die. It was the caregiver for three of them. One was my husband. And on top of that, I was raising, still am raising two wonderful, amazing little boys. And as that uh, transpired, there were a lot of lessons uh, that I learned. And typically the lessons came through things that were broken or revamped in a whole new way. Um, And unfortunately, some of it was, it did involve some pain and suffering. But um, just like, I'm going to go back to the garden again. (laughs) We're going to the garden. Going to the garden. (laughs) If you go out and you're trimming, if you have a tree and you want it to grow a certain way, more than likely you're going to have to cut off different branches and you're going to have to get it. You know, you might even have some branches that are dead that you have to cut off so that the other part of the tree can grow and thrive. And through that, um, I did have to go through a transformation that was a lot of work, and it did include having to eliminate some people from my life um, that I don't want to say that they no longer served a purpose, but their purpose wasn't aligning, aligning with me being able to get on the path of healing. So that was number one. And then also being able to get past that and then be open to meeting new people, like uh, yourselves, both of you. Um, So that's the other one. The other thing is, um, I think that when some people get into such a spiral of pain and suffering, whether it's through um, people that are dying around them or circumstances or a job loss or even your own personal health crisis, these are real things that happen. Divorce, these are real things that happen that people go through every day. If they want to be able to survive, number one, knowing there's going to be change. And sometimes that change will have some hurt. But after the hurt, that new growth and that new bounty of goodness can come. Um, where I got stuck into a little bit of um, a loophole on my healing process was uh, when I did like a shutdown. It was just total shutdown. I didn't want any more anything. And it had to come within me to say, I'm willing to try. I want to try and hear some of the things I do. And part of that started coming from the first thing was thought. What were the thoughts that I was allowing into my mind? And then the next one, movement. Now, I don't like to go to the gym. I might do some yoga and stretches. And, you know, I'm an active person, but I'm not going to go curl weights. (laughs) I did that in my 20s. (laughs) Too old for that anymore. Uh, But getting out and moving, and one of the things that I discovered is, and this goes back to, um, if you start doing some research, like all the way back to the 1700s, where they had correlation of people that were healthy and wealthy, and oftentimes you would find a link between them going outside and walking. And it's not about strenuous. I think part of it is, I don't know if it's that rhythmic part of the walking and being outside, and it gets you in touch with God 
source Community universe, yeah. yeah, whatever it is, but it works. And that, that definitely helped me. And another thing is, is realizing that, um, this was huge for me is life is not the straight line. You know, you're born, you die straight line. It's not, I didn't know that. I thought I was going to go to school, get a great job, get married, build a house. Really, it's like this loophole, like in a little roller coaster. But around each bending curve, you find that you grow and there's more wisdom that you accumulate. And really, that's one of the things while we're here that we're supposed to be doing is growing, learning, sharing love, sharing light. Um, but often I think while people are going through the healing, it, be, it can become so painful um, people think that they can't get through it, but this is the one message that I want to give anybody that's going through a really hard time. Change is constant, including the really crappy, awful times that will come to an end. And it's almost like this pendulum, like the, um, I don't even remember where I had heard this from, but um, the further of like greatness that you get into when the pendulum goes, you can get into that same side of difficulty and struggle. So it's almost like this counter move and realizing there's always going to be this flow, yin, yang, whatever you want to call it, good, bad. None of it, it's all of one. It's a learning experience, but part of it depends on when you're finally willing to want to heal. That's the key. But you got to remember, nothing is permanent. It's hard to, it's hard to, it's really simple to say, mm-hmm. but when you're in that really painful spot, it's hard, it's, it's hard, hard to, to remember practice. it. Yeah. It's, it's hard practice. for people to get where you're at. They don't no. want to hear it. No, they don't. And in fact, um, I'm not a pastor, just to make this really clear, <laughs> but I've always been fascinated with, uh, um, theology and dogma and I am a Christian. Um, but like the book of Job and you hear the story about, you know, he was like one of God's most most faithful servants. And have you heard this before? I mean, it was to the point that he lost everything, every lost everything. And his wife was even telling him to, you know, rebuke, you know, like shame God or whatever, say whatever about him. He was even covered literally in poop <laughs> literally <laughs> like literally and they talk about it and the filth and disgust and he never did and the thing is is when we go through a really hard time and you're covered in poop like job a lot of times people will concede and say everything sucks and everything's crap and everything's da, 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 looking at that but he didn't he had to go deep within himself to find that peace and um, ordinary problems in life might not be like that, but somebody that loses uh, maybe a child or a spouse or a job or they're going through a divorce or they lose their house, they may feel like they're Job. And what I'm just suggesting to you is try to find that peace within yourself and know that this is not permanent. There will be change that comes and be patient and you, it, it will happen. It will happen. I um in in addition to that, the more that you hang on to that pain, the more the pain continues. 
you know, and so easier said than done again. Absolutely. When you're going through that um, resistance and pain, um, you know, 2019, my word is grace, uh, not it. just because our little beloved puppy, um, but, um, you know, last year was very difficult for me. It was an, um, with all the blessings, it was incredibly difficult. One of the most hardest years that I've had, um, just from an emotional standpoint, you know, building a business and then, you know, all the ramifications. And you that did make it business. look graceful though. <laughs> no, she Ooh. really did. Uh, on the you back end, it was a, yeah, fun. <laughs> right. Right. Um, seriously, yeah. it's a gift. Uh, yeah. It will. And I was tried to be very transparent through all those resistances, but this year, you know, I know that there's going to be, there have been resistances already. And, um, so that word is allowing me to move through the resistance with grace and with ease. So as soon as I find a resistance, my goal this year is to release it as soon as it comes in. I'm not shoving it under the car carpet by any means because I feel you have to release emotions. Um, it's not good so to So what do you do in. in a healthy way to release emotions? In a healthy way to release it, yeah. um, immediately I go into gratitude. Mm -hmm. Immediately mm -hmm. I turn it I turn it into inquiry first. Um, what am I choosing what to learn from this? What you doing this to me for? Yes, right? <laughs> What's this yeah, about? Yeah. Right. What am I choosing to learn from this? Right. Because I have a belief system and this is where another, when you're in that space, you don't want to, you don't want to see it as what am I choosing to learn from this? You want to see it as why is this happening? Right there. That's, that's the mind. And so, so I move it into the energy of what am I choosing to learn from this? And as I move into what am I choosing to learn from this, then even though I might not have an answer in that moment, it's um, right back into gratitude. And so gratitude for everything that I am grateful for and focusing on the gratitude versus focusing on the resistance. So when, when you're struggling for something that you're grateful for, like what are some of the basics that you go down to? The, and breath is, oh, that's a good one. I can breathe. I can breathe. I'm here. Know, right. Um, yeah. um, I'm grateful for life. I'm grateful for um, this beautiful space um, that uh, we can call our sacred space. I'm grateful for I'm grateful for that we live upstairs, you know, and, and I don't have to drive long distances anymore. You, I had to you it was me driving you know distance 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 and and you know i'm grateful for you know an amazing husband i'm grateful for an amazing family i'm grateful for you know our beloved animals that we can um uh that we have food you know um that we're getting a paycheck you know you know it you just there's thou there's millions of things um but if you're not feeding that then you're going to feed on everything that's going wrong. And the thing is, and, and I just taught a class on this yesterday, um, I believe that our creator, that universal source, um, is in so much alignment with us that it's not that energy creating. It's what we create that that energy co-creates with us. Meaning that that universal energy follows our lead. So if we're going to wait for him, that, to clear the path, we're going to be waiting a really long time. Because if my focus is on resistance, 
then I'm attracting that resistance. Oh yeah, universe is going to deliver that it's right to you. Going to give it right back. Right, right. So right so if I'm not if I'm not in gratitude for that, and if I'm not willing to make that shift in perception, mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. it's going to completely stay exactly the way that it is, and we don't like that. That's going back to going within what we were talking about, what you said in from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. And one of the reasons why I asked you what are some of the basics that you will state for things that you're grateful for is uh, sometimes when people get into that rut mm-hmm. is uh, it becomes hard for them to grasp what they're grateful for. You know, like, oh, they can think of all the bad stuff. First. Right. <laughs> but that's why yeah. I think if you can even get to the fundamentals, I love that your very first thing that you said was breath. Because that's really the essence of life. You, mm-hmm. you that's why we're breath. here. Exactly. So, mm-hmm. um, but I think that being able to break it into um, little pockets of joy that can help us sustain, you know, um, I don't know, that, that's the sort of gratitude that I think that people have to have like those quick words or those quick um, moments to recall on for when they do need it, you know, because no matter what, Life is going to have things that, you know, have a hiccup. You get a flat tire, you get pulled over, you get a ticket, you're, there's a tree that falls over in your backyard, whatever <laughs> it is. But um, it's about being prepared so that when it does happen, you have um, the right resources to, to respond. And I think that that goes, well, I don't think, I know that that's one of the reasons why we um, here are really uh, deep into meditation, because from a from a human perspective, we're having a human experience, all of us. Um, having a human experience means that we have a nervous system. And yes, we have a mind. So the mind tends to have fear-based thoughts. The nervous system doesn't. So when we meditate, it automatically moves from a reaction to a response. So um, you may think that meditation is not working for you, but when you consecutively do it, you will automatically move into a response mechanism based on feeding that. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so, but we're tangible. The mind wants instant results because that's our society. That's our culture. So if I sit down for 20 minutes, my my mind's racing, automatically my mind says this doesn't work. Right. right. And so meditation is not for the mind. It's for the nervous system. Mm. And I think that that's where we get, that's where we, there's the biggest misconception because I have people every single day, they hear me talk every single day day at every meditation and yet it's that one aha moment oh now I get it it's not about quieting my mind and so um, you're not going to quiet your mind if you're seasoned and you've been doing it for years maybe I mean I've been doing this for a long time Chris has been doing this a long time we still have thousands of thoughts during mm-hmm, meditation mm-hmm. Um, that's not the goal the goal is to just simply hold space create the space because when we step outside of meditation is when the meditation starts working right right, right. and well so um, and then that's when you can really start going within which is why we preach this place so one much. of the things that I really liked that you were saying was uh, on the meditation like all the thoughts that come to you um, I think that a lot of people think oh I can't do that because that's gonna happen they don't realize Oh, wait, that's, that's normal. That's part of the process. Um, but one thing that you said to me a couple of weeks ago that really freaked me out was, it, I, well, it was an eye opener, not a scary freak out, but I think you were saying people that have epilepsy are not supposed to do meditation and mm-hmm. it goes back to, and, it, and that's a physical thing, right? So it's almost like, you know, there's this connection of other things that we still are lacking to see connected between mind, body, and spirit. Right. So, um, yeah, you're kind of like a pioneer over 
over here. Yeah. There cool. is, um, you know, people, I had epilepsy and I'm a meditator. I did not know that. Yeah. So, um, yes. That. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't have epilepsy now. Um, it, it's, you really, if you have a medical condition, you should obviously seek your, you know, doctor or your physician on some level. Um, but absolutely uh, right. Absolutely. It, doing anything, but having epilepsy, if you go into a deep state of meditation, they say it can often trigger, um, a, a seizure on some level. So, so it's just best to have a physician <laughs> double check that. Um, obviously, like I said, I, totally I agree. yeah, even with like yoga, if with it's anything you haven't done, with, check in with your doctor with before anything. you're messing with, cause it's real. It's real. It's real. It's real. You, d- you don't want to have any type of ramica- ramification with anything. So, um, you know, it, it just depends on, you know, typically you should be sitting up while you're meditating. Um, a lot of people lay down. Um, it's, it's obviously it's whatever is your preference. However, when we lay down, the body innately wants to go to sleep. There is a difference between sleeping and meditating. Um, obviously sleeping is the best way to reduce stress. Meditation is the second best, you know, so sleep is a way to reduce stress. However, meditating, um, is a different form of stress release. So it's, again, it's working on, on the nervous system on many levels. So, you know, I, um, I'm, I'm a fanatic when it comes to these type of details, you know, the amygdala, you know, you're in fight or flight, you know, all these things, because it's essential to know it's not just for us here. Meditation is not just a pop-up tent, Mm -hmm. you know, um, it's trending right now, which is great. Um, but there's also things that you should know and you, you need to know, especially holding space. People have experiences. I completely agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. People have, people have, there are people that, that, um, not a freak out moment, but we've had people completely go into like a lockdown where they're like hyperventilating. They can't open their fingers, you know, things like that because their body, just they're so overstressed yeah that they just their body just does not know how to handle it because when you create space those emotions start to rise Mm -hmm. you know so um you have to be prepared for things like that and we're we're prepared for that it doesn't happen often it's very very rare but it does happen and i think that that actually can be kind of normal my mom had a friend years ago and she had uh it was like a crazy period in time where it was like multiple deaths, a whole bunch of like tragic, bad, bad, bad stuff that had happened. And then flash forward and she got through it, you know, stellar got through it, did her thing. Uh, she got married again eventually. And then all of a sudden she started having like, um, panic attacks and anxiety. And I mean, off the chart, really, really, really bad. Well, she ended up going through some therapy. And one of the things that she finally discovered is in that previous 20 years, when all those difficulties had happened, she never dealt with it. She never did the healing. She never did the work. And, and then she thought that she got to a place of whatever, but what had happened was she finally got into a place where she felt peaceful and safe with her new spouse that all these past things were coming up. Coming so this up. can be normal. Mm-hmm. Um, one other thing that I do want to say really quick too, and I think this is really important is uh, meditation. I, I know it to be helpful. I've, my dad started teaching. I told you this a long time ago, but my dad started teaching me different tactics for meditation all the way back from when I was four years old. And um, I'm super young still. I'm only five. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, some of those are things that I still use and I'm still learning, but 
I've also seen some people that have jumped into practices of like meditation or getting um, in touch with like some sort of spiritual tool. There's some dangerous stuff with that. And part of it is because there is a spiritual element um, that kind of encompasses this. And I think that as you're going along this journey, it's important to have not necessarily like a guru that you have to have, but to have some sort of uh, mentoring to guide you because there are different things, whether it's like a pendulum or a something there's so much energy that's tied into symbolism and people nowadays don't get it or appreciate it as they did in the ancient times, but it's still there. So when people start tinkering with things that they don't understand, they could be tapping into something that doesn't serve their higher good and in fact can hurt them. And um, this can be in the form of chanting. This can be in the form of symbols that you're putting in your home. And, uh, you know, and part of that goes back to what's your own personal interpretation of it. But um, like I guard my home uh, very highly and I make sure that the stuff that's in there that correlates and reflects with the energy that we want. It doesn't mean that we always get it right. There's, you know, I right, get right, teens right, in the house. Right, right. PlayStation, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. But I do. Your intention is there. The intention is there. But I think that as people are going down this journey and they're looking at, oh, I like that mantra. Or, oh, I like that that little symbol. You need to know what it, is. what it is that you're bringing into your home, your mind, your spirit, and into your family, because this is very real. Yeah. It is very real. It's very sacred, and, and everything has an energy. So it does. You, even like antiques, right? So mm-hmm. like people who bring in antiques or old furniture into their house, and all of a sudden things start moving or having a different energy, and it, it, you know things need to be cleared, things need to be talked to, things need to be blessed. You know, throw um, some sage and holy. Water yeah. On it. <laughs> yeah yeah it's you just oh never... speaking of sage yeah do all your listeners know about your sage spray <laughs> oh my gosh this stuff is the bomb isn't it yeah we i, I got you some for christmas i know you're a beautiful person oh. i loved you even more after that i liked you <laughs> now i love you no it's really good isn't that good? it smells good yeah yeah it's great put a lot of love i sprayed it that. on my computer gently from afar Get that social media crap out of there. But seriously. That's yeah. a good one. So, yeah, I don't know if you've got it online or not, but it, it's awesome. <laughs> and what were the stones that were in the bottom of that? So there, those are obsidian. So obsidian stones are, um, because sage is a clearing. Right. And obsidian stones are also for clearing. So they're just obsidian chips. So it gives it a little extra oomph, oomph. Nice. Um, I like in that. there, too. Plus, it, it does a nice little clink, clink, clink when you uh, shake it. Yeah, it, it does. Up. It does. Like it made jewels. me feel magical. <laughs> it did. I, I get it. I actually... I have to tell you guys a really funny story about a blessing. I don't think I've told you this before. Um, my husband and I had built a house. It was out in Goodrich. This is years ago. And we ended up going to, uh, oh, we moved in and then we had a priest come out and bless it. And there was this underground passage that went from the house to the uh, pole barn. And um, so I'm down there. Like underground? Yeah, it was underground. Yeah, it's a different story. I'll show you pictures sometime. It was beautiful. We collected a lot of antiques and stuff like that. But anyhow, let me get back on task. So I've got my um, now 14-year-old. He was only like 10 months on my hip, just a diaper, no shirt. We go down into the tunnel, and it's kind of like dark and wet and musty. And uh, the priest is blessing. I mean, like every corner of the house, and we're saying prayers and doing it. Putting the blessing in the house, it just feels really good. 
So there's two doors, like one on each side of the entrance. And I don't know what happened, but the doors got shut and we got locked in the tunnel. And there's no, like, you can't hear, you can't, you've got, I don't even know how many pounds of tons of cement and stone above you. So um, <laughs> I'm standing there. Oh, I, I know. I know. I would have started cussing like a truck driver, but I'm standing there with a priest. <laughs> <laughs> so then uh, it was Father Steve. He said, um, oh, I got this. And I thought he hit, oh, I forget what you call it. That, uh, the stick that has the holy water in it. And they spray it. Oh, I forget. Anyhow, <laughs> I'm thinking, what are you going to do? Pull that out? It's not going to do me any good. <laughs> And then this was at the beginning when cell phones had first come out. And he's like, no, I'm going to make a phone call. What's your phone number? So um, sometimes modern technology or holy water, they can all be blessings <laughs> to your home. So, yeah. But just go lightly. Oh, my god! True story. Yeah. Wow. I still tease him once in a while when I see did him. He re- did he have, did you, did he say anything about that? Oh, we laughed. We laughed. Yeah, he oh. thought it was funny. And then they came down and they got us. But yeah, I kind of, I, I often wondered like what had happened, you know, yeah. if there was something that was there, but um, he pushed it out. Yeah, it, That was like a really weird neighborhood. I'll tell you some odd things that happened there. I sometimes wonder if that was like sacred land or something. I don't know. There's a lot of really weird stuff that happened out in that one neighborhood. There's, you know, I mean, that that stuff is like really valid because, I mean, those things happen where, you know, um, the, the people and the protectors, you know, come in and it, it's not necessarily something a bad thing, but they're no, just letting uh, you know that, hey, hey, hey we're, I'm here. We're, we're yeah. here. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah, here. Yeah. I mean, we this this building that we're in is like ridiculously active. I mean, there is stuff going on. It, it, all of the time so much so as last night um chris is in bed you know watching something um and on his phone and um gracie's on the bed and i'm getting ready to come to bed and all of a sudden shiva um the little cat that sees everything just starts patting the air and she talks you know like she chris has his headphones in and they're all like doing their thing and i'm here watching like talking to the spirit like right on the side of the bed and i told chris i'm like somebody's here and he's like what i'm like somebody's here because this one's over here just doing their thing and it was just you know just letting letting us know that there they are well i think that animals have um another perception that we don't have absolutely yeah sight and smell yeah too many weird things in fact if my dog doesn't like you (laughs) sorry (laughs) you're not welcome Stick with the dog. Yes. Mika's they know. pretty smart. They know. Yeah. Mika's a smart dog. Yep. Yep. Animal intuition. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Well, I wish Gracie tons of healing. I know. Yeah. She's, she's a, resting. She's a beautiful little greeter. Little she's the official bug. greeter. <laughs> she yeah. is. She's a little barkalicious, but she greets everybody here. <laughs> so, but yeah, keep spreading love and light. And I think that's a big part of the healing part. Yes. Spreading love, light, and investing in yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. Do you want to tell um, the listeners where they can find you and what what you're up to? Well, right now, uh, you can go to cupofkudos.com, and uh, we are getting ready to re-engage a new social media platform, so you can find us on YouTube. Uh, very, I mean, very, very, very new. Um, 
uh, there's just, yeah, very new platform, but you can go to cup of kudos. And if you could like comment and follow, uh, we, we do a lot of interviews with, uh, local doctors, uh, business professionals, um, personal coaches and spiritual advisors like yourself, anybody that's really focused on healthy, happy living and it's authentic. It's not like about a um, silent agenda. Those are the kind of people that we like to interview. And often I'll do lives or whatever, just little videos to give people tips on, you know, how do you get through a difficult time? I'm still learning, you know? Well, we're all learning, you know, which is great because you're very authentic and you, you put yourself out there a lot, which um, people love and you'll do it um, any any time of the day and any day and you, you continue to put yourself out there. You have a um, You have a story. For sure. I mean, it, you have an amazing story. And, and I feel that a lot of times the more resistance that we healers go through, the more that we are um, here to share that with as many people as possible. So even though you've had a lot of, you know, change and um, we all do, though, we, we that's do. the other thing. I just went through mine now and I just want to share some of the stuff that I learned. Yes. But the truth is, is there's nobody that's getting out of this life alive. And that means that we're all going to go through our moments of difficulty. But after we go through it, what do we take with the with the wisdom that we have? Do share we share it. it with other people? Share it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know why so, I want to sing today. I don't know. I was singing before you got here. I think here it's too. the microphone. <laughs> I know. I'm going to do karaoke. I wish you could see Christopher over here. He's got his headphones on. He looks like he's going to break out DJ. DJ. Is there a reason why um, you went with YouTube? As far as you just feel like video is is um, kind of the platform you feel aligns with? Well, I definitely think that video is the platform that's growing and it's going to continue to grow. I think that they, some of the research I've seen, it says something like 70% um, increase in um uh, engagement when it's videos. Um, but I, I think it's equally important to make sure that we're still communicating in written form and visual form because different people will learn different ways. Uh, one of the things that does scare me a lot about the internet is um, potential for a growing gap between the elderly and people that are economically challenged. It's one of the reasons why we still do the magazine in print. Um, I totally believe in um, you know, social media and online, it's going to continue to grow, but we need to make sure that as these other pockets in our community, um, are still in existence that we're helping them, you know, uh, to us, we're lucky. We've got iPhones and internet connection at our house. You guys do too. Probably have two phones at least, right? One for you, one for you. There's some families that don't have that. So they lack accessibility to that content or they might even have like limited download of what they can listen to. So with that being said, I think that it's going to be really important to continue to do things like imprint with a Kudos magazine or video because some people will absorb content more through video, but then some people also through written word or through imagery. We're all wired differently and it comes down to what do we do to share wisdom with people and give it to them in a format that they can absorb. And really, if you want them to really absorb it, it should come three different ways, three different times. That's, how that's powerful. You know, and Chris and I were just talking about this the other day because we were talking about the magazine that um, we have had numerous people um, 
just say, I, I see the magazine here. I see the magazine here. I see the magazine here, the magazines here and the magazines here and the magazines here, you know, Chris went into work and there was a magazine sitting on one of his coworkers desk. Well, hot diggity dog. I know you say, that's my wife. <laughs> that's my love. Uh, that's my love. <laughs> and it's just, it's, it was, it was an eye opener for us because we've not done print. We've done everything electronic. And so, um, it's, it's, uh, we've now looked at other sources, you know, um, as crazy as it sounds, but at the Flushing A back here, this restaurant, they have placemats that have advertisement on it. So we're going to put a little blurb on there, you know, just cause we're right behind this, the, it's right behind the, the, um, the studio. It's just little things that we never, but one thing I do want to say about the magazine is uh, I'm, and not that you know, obviously, it's you don't need the holy blessing from me. Yeah, no, but tell me. But uh, I love I, I the quality of the magazine is really, really good. Oh, thank you. The, because I love you know I'm all about he's paper. A, he's a tangible yeah, person. Yeah, so I like the sure, paper. Yeah. The paper yeah. is thick. It's yeah. not flimsy. The color is very vibrant. It feels good. Like it, you know, it's you can tell that these these magazines are printed with good stuff and not like that flimsy newspaper stuff that if you wet it it kind of just disappears and right. with that obviously it doesn't and so yeah i was I'm, i was taken back by the fact that how good you know it is thank you thank you i i you know i'm actually i'm really blessed because i have a chance to work with some incredibly talented people that are willing to put up with my detail-oriented eye <laughs> gotta edit it gotta change it um but i think having the right team and then also this is the other big thing it's the content that's in there and really taking the time um you know we've had to pull ourselves back because in some cases you know we're not taunting egos we're not doing the who's who of the community. That's not what we're about. Um, it all comes down to, we want to share stories that can help people live that healthy, happy life. Um, and, and we're going to continue to, you know, do print. Um, one of the things is, is we actually even take that up into like the North end of Flint. So that magazine is through, you know, four different counties and stuff like that. But we're hoping that it really is respected in a way where people are like, I'm going to hold on to it and read it. Because we're hoping they'll get, what did you call it, a golden nugget? Yeah. Yeah. Like we have get a golden uh, nugget out of it. But thank you for that compliment, Christopher. We have people requesting it from Australia. Wow. So we're shipping it to Australia. Are you going to speak with an accent? I can't even try to fake it. <laughs> I can't even fake it. I just went to a bloody cup of tea. That's, I think, English That's or something. That's England, somewhere. yeah. Yeah. Um, and even. Wrong continent. <laughs> Iowa and Florida have requested it. So yeah. Wow. Diggity diggity. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So a couple so, kudos and we've everywhere. Been growing online, you know, with the social media bit. Um, you know, we've got a couple of um hiccups that had happened, but we're getting ready to uh revamp and do some changes. But we had noticed there was an audience in Grand Rapids that was growing organically and it was it was actually getting pretty big. It was crazy. So that was one area that we were um, possibly looking at, like how could we get a partner out there, maybe another hospital that we could do a kudos in uh, Grand Rapids. Did I say Grand Blank earlier? 
No, run around. Okay, That's good. It. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Be present, woman. Yeah. <laughs> GR and GB. Yeah, but um, so that may be something that we look at later. And I, you know, I, I feel really blessed to be a part of it. And uh, you're doing yeah. a great job. Thank you. Thank you. Fantastic you too. job. Yeah. You too. Thank and I think you. we can get more people sharing that love and light and all that good stuff. That That's how we're going to find more peace in this world. Each of us doing our little thing. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for uh, coming I'm over so and hanging out. Come. Are you even kidding me? Thank me? Let me thank yeah. you. Oh, my God. It's no, almost this like is good. I get to take a mini vacation. They even have it cozy. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, I come in here and they say, hey, would you like some a bloody cup of tea? <laughs> no, they like did not. Tea? No, they come just said, would you like a tea and a hot blanket? Hot cocoa? Or, uh, uh, you get a blanket, yeah. tea, yeah. or hot chocolate or water. I love it. <laughs> right. And you guys, one thing that I do like is Christopher <laughs> sits like me. I'm always in like lotus pose and I feel comfortable doing it so i'm just being me you yeah, be know you. I'll it's be me. well you it's been awesome too. too because um we've just been it's just like you're just we're just chatting which is like the best type of podcast i know, I know there's I no know. couple questions hey what's going on here what's going on here but otherwise we're just kind of chatting. felt good i didn't want to throw out any f-bombs i'm yeah. okay i'll save that <laughs> for the next one i'll right. save it for when you bring gary on here right I'll match you too. No, just right. kidding. Right, right. So, but no, keep doing what you're doing. I think this is uh, it's phenomenal. You're going to spice it up. Spicy, Not just spicy. only here in Mid Michigan, but you're reaching people all over the place. Yeah, it's yeah. Good stuff. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. I'm so grateful I met you and oh, Christopher and Gracie. And Gracie. Yeah. She's like, don't wake me up. I know it. So, but thank you again. Yeah. Thank you. Kudos. Kudos to you, my dear. <laughs> and to you too. 